Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Kim, can you hear me? Carrie, I'm here. Can you hear me? Kim. Hello, Kim. Come in, Kim. Can you hear me? Ding da ding da ding da ding da ding. Oh, that wasn't the noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kim, what are we talking about today? Such a mystery. Um, I think it's more along the lines of listening, Gary. We are sometimes in that state of, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, my goodness. We're so silly. We we are talking about listening, Kim. And I, I don't know, was that the best demonstration of it? Because when you can't hear someone, then there is no listening if, if there's nothing to hear. But there's many occasions when... Maybe we're not listening as much as we maybe put out that we are. Does that happen? I think that happens, Carrie. And I I think listening is a skill versus something that just comes naturally to everyone. I think when we're looking at, you know, listening, sometimes when we are talking about listening, if you listen to what somebody's describing, they're actually talking about them being heard versus actually using their ears to hear someone. Okay, I might have got lost in that one. (laughs) (laughs) There's the difference between listening to hear someone and making sure you're being heard. And sometimes those lines get crossed when you're talking about somebody not listening. It sometimes is you that's not listening. And this is a hard conversation, Carrie. This is kind of spicy today. I feel like we should have put up a warning sign, Kim, like, (laughs) buckle up, people, buckle up. Kim's going there. Look out. Well, I'm going to tell on my own self. How about that, Carrie? Yes, please. That'll that'll help. So I do on purpose and have practiced for a long time listening. I do listen. When I'm in a state of melty or I'm in a state of, oh, I don't know, just got a lot on my mind, you know, that kind of stuff. Sometimes my listening turns into why aren't, why isn't someone else listening? I, I can feel the flip in me and don't always recognize it at the moment that it's not the other person that's having trouble listening. It's me having trouble listening. And I think, you know, we've got to develop the skill of listening. Well, Kim, I've, I feel like I've been practicing listening my entire life and I know I'm not there yet. I know there's still a long way to go and I, I don't know if I'll ever get to the end of that listening learning journey, but I'm trying. But sometimes I get confused because what I'm hearing, you know, sometimes you just get this sense of, okay, I'm hearing this. This is what this person is saying, but there's like a hidden message between the lines and then there's other little things, clues, hints, and tips, because not everyone just says stuff. They don't always say what we necessarily need to hear. So I feel like I've got to put up all these little translator beacons and like, 
nanu, nanu type of things to try and understand. And I, that's where I struggle, Kim. I, I do struggle in the listening capacity because I'm not sure, well, okay, they said this, but was that what I was supposed to take away from that? Do you know what I mean? Like it's all a bit of a mystery to me. So, Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break. What do you think? Perfect, Kerry. We'll be back in a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address things like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, Come and join us, and the link is in the show notes. So I think you brought up several really, really good points, Gary, one of which is the translator version. Like what someone is saying we're trying to translate, and I will be very transparent. I'm extremely literal. So if you are hinting to me about something, just know ahead of time, I don't get it. I would be terrible when charades, I am terrible in all of the games that you have to guess what somebody is doing or thinking or whatever. I am not good at that at all. And the biggest reason is I'm very literal. If you say blah, 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 I believe that that's exactly what you meant. And so when someone is playing word games with me, they can lose me really quickly because I don't understand. I don't know what they're talking about. And I think maybe that's the translator. Maybe I'm missing part of the translator to not be able to translate when somebody's giving hints about something. And I feel like that is a skill that all of us need to work on to be able to communicate. It's also the opposite, Carrie. When we're communicating something, we need to be clear about what we mean, clear about what we're talking about so that other people can have the benefit of listening and hearing what we're saying. I'm glad you added that part, Kim, because I was sitting here thinking, well, hang on, do I have to translate everything? Like, do I need my little, you know, translator beacons up all the time? Like, shouldn't it be that most of the information we're trying to consume when we're listening should be digestible, should be understandable, and we should be able to comprehend what someone's putting out there. Otherwise, I might be in trouble, Kim. I think everybody is, Gary. And I don't think we ever arrive at the listening, you know, at the listening um, mastery, we'll call it. I don't think we ever arrive there. We want to strive to get there, but I don't think we ever actually get to the point of we can understand everything. I, I think that when you're talking about translating, it is talking about 
not only speaking clearly for others, but making sure other people know if this is a time to, like, are you asking for feedback? Is that why you're telling me something? Are you telling me something because you just need to verbally process for yourself and you need a listener? Are you, you know, are you telling me something because you need advice on something? Are you telling me something because, and I feel like that's a framing of the conversation. My sweet husband will ask me, am I just listening? Like, am I just, is is this what I'm doing? And sometimes that's an absolute yes. I just need to be able to talk out loud and talk my way through something. And he obliges. And then there's other times I'm looking for a solution and I will tell him that I can't figure out how to solve this problem. Like, what do you see? What do you think about this? And maybe it's mud on the floor, you know, and and now he's going to take his boots off at the door. That's a solution to something. I can't figure out how to not have to sweep up the floor all the time. And that's just maybe a silly example, but that's different than me talking to him about something I'm just trying to get through in my own head. And Kim, I love those two examples. The sounding board, I think we all need a sounding board and that ability because how often can you stand in the middle of a room like if you're you know, in your house and just say it and, and unpack it? You need to say it to someone that it makes a huge difference to actually have someone to say those things out loud to so that we can arrive to our own solution, but definitely having that other person to be the consumer of our noise for us to put out there, there's something magical about that, I think. I think so too, Carrie. And honestly, I am not the, I'm going to call it the gossip dump. I am not the trash dump. I am not any of those things. So if you're coming to gossip about somebody, I'm not your girl. Like, I am not the one. If you're trying to verbally process something, that's a different story. I get that. I understand that part. But when someone starts using that as an excuse to talk trash about somebody else, I'm quick to say, I can't. Like, I can't do this. Because if you're talking about something that's involving another human, which most of the time it is, and you're looking for a solution, we can work through that. Like that is that is beautiful to me to have people who love you enough to work through something to help you, you know, human better. I do not think coming in busing, we'll call it, or coming just to do some trash talk. I'm not available for that. And I know you're not either, Carrie. Now, I can't do drama, Kim. There needs to be, and, and I think we can all relate to the fact that if, you know, someone we know and, and spend time with and someone we care about needs help, we want to help them. But we're not there to be, have all that drama dumped on us. Like, I, I don't welcome drama into my world. I avoid it. Like, you know, the, the front door will be locked, dead bolted the whole lot because it's just not. <laughs> It's not my thing. It's just not my thing. I don't go and do that to other people, and I'm I'm not. Don't think I've ever been one of those people. Not maybe back when I was like a teenager or something. But once you grown up, like don't we just leave that stuff at school? Like we don't bring it with us. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, Kim. That's not that's not my that's not my idea of a good time. So Carrie, can we flip this conversation for just a second and talk about the reasons that peace people don't 
want to listen. Yeah. This is another very spicy part of this. And it's, I almost hate going here because I feel like we're being kind of mean when we say these things, but that's not what it's for. It's to help everyone recognize some of the things we all as humans go through. And one of those is some people don't want to listen because they want all the credit for something. So when you're trying to help someone put something together, because, you know, we're all entrepreneurs in this community and they don't want to hear any feedback. They don't want to hear anything. Sometimes the underlying thing is they're afraid they're going to have to share the credit with someone. And what a horrible feeling for them. They don't even recognize that being being the one that stands up and says, I did this all by myself. I did it all is not attractive. It's not sexy. It's not something that draws other people. It's something that is very ego driven because of insecurities versus, you know, that being grateful. Being grateful shows that you are not ego driven. Real gratitude. Let me just say that, Carrie. And I, I think this is a yucky conversation that we're having, Carrie, like just to be honest, it's not something I like to talk about. And I know you don't either. But I feel like sometimes when we are asked things privately about like this situation or that situation, the only way that we can address this like publicly is to talk about you and I versus like everyone else. Does that even make sense, Carrie? It does. And I agree, Kim, because... There's definitely, let me say that, and, and I agree with you, we, we, I don't like to speak of this, but we can't not speak of it at the same time. Like it is definitely one of those things that we'd rather leave packed away and, and have others speak of, but we're just going to keep it real all the time. And I feel sad for those people. Those, those people actually, I do feel sorry for them because in a sad way, because they're missing out, you know, in my opinion, they're not. They're not seeing the potential of, you know, getting feedback or getting help or getting some input from others. But Kim, it also brings to mind another kind of not great thing to talk about, but we'll go there anyway because we do, even though we don't want to because we really don't want to, but we have to, <laughs> is those that not only want to take all the credit, but well, Kim, I think we can all agree and we've all been somewhere where we've heard someone and we want to listen. We've got our listening ears on. We're prepared to, you know, maybe we've gone to an event or something and there might be somebody on stage. Do you ever get the feeling that they're talking at you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, And, and I mean in the sense of it's all about them. Like they're, I don't know, there's this, I think you've mentioned this word before, Kim. I think it was called showboating. Yes. Yeah. So showboaters carry don't listen. That's that's a really great example, actually, because someone who showboats wants to hear their own self talk almost. They are the ones that are ego driven and they but I wanna say this out loud. I want everybody to understand this. If you see someone who's showboating, it doesn't come from them being confident. It comes from them being insecure. So if you see someone showboating and needing desperately to have the attention of everyone, that is actually from a place of insecurity. It is, it is from a place of not being confident. So I have never found one single example of anyone who was showboating that it did not go back to a lack of confidence. Never. I, there might be an example out there somewhere, Carrie. 
I have never seen it. I have never found it. That lack of confidence comes off as showboating. And Kim, I never got that in my earlier years. Like I, I think it's only more recently that that is that idea has even started to surface with me because I always thought that you know the the, the loudest person in the room and the person that is behaving like that does have the most amount of confidence. And there's this facade, I guess, that they've created to make me even think that, you know, it's, is, is that then a performance? Like, are they just performing to create that facade for, for us to think that they're all, all, what do you guys say? All that in a bag of chips? Is that how you put it? <laughs> it is, it is. So, Carrie, let me be really transparent and I'll show, I'll tell you a time that I was showboating. When I was younger, I, I was part of like a group of women who cooked and did dinners for like funerals and things like that. And I am a great example of showboating in this place from insecurity, but it still was wrong. It still was a wrong thing to do. I wanted to be known for a certain recipe that I made for that. And I didn't want anybody else to be able to make it because I wanted to be known for Like I wanted somebody to be impressed by me. That didn't come from me being confident that I was valuable as a human. It didn't come from the confidence of knowing that I, I was a good cook. I am a good cook. Doesn't mean everybody likes it. I'm going to say that too. But that recipe was important to me. And I felt like if I shared that recipe, I was going to lose some of my edge or some of my importance. And I feel like that is a perfect example of showboating. It's a perfect example of doing something that, you know, you're afraid somebody else is going to get the credit for. I didn't need to worry about that. Because when you are a good cook or you are whatever it is, you don't have to prove it all the time. You can go to cooking competitions. You can do like different things. I'm not saying don't be competitive in that way. But what I'm talking about is when you're scared that somebody else is going to get some of your attention, that is showboating. And it does cause you not to listen to other people. It does close off your ears while your mouth is going. So I was guilty, guilty, guilty of doing that. And I recognized I wanted, I wanted those other ladies because they were older than me. I wanted them to approve of me or to think that I was one of them instead of kind of patting me on the head that I was the youngster in the room, which I was. Let me just be very clear about that. I was the kid in, in amongst them, but I didn't want to be treated that way. And so my confidence level wasn't to understand how they saw me. They actually saw me how I really was, which was a kid, having no idea that I was like, I didn't even know the word showboating then. But that's exactly what I was doing. So I feel like that's a prime example, Carrie, of sometimes when we see people in our community who are showboating, it really comes from they want to be confident. They want to be accepted. They want to not be rejected. They want all of those things. So if you do find somebody showboating, don't be mean to them. Like, don't be mean to them, but save your advice because they're not listening. And Kim, um, when you were talking then about that time in your life, all I could think of was, yeah, don't steal my thunder. But then an <laughs> even better... But even better one, and I don't even know where this came from, but for years over here they would call it um, 
<laughs> they would call it like, you cut my lunch. Like someone else has, has cut your lunch. And I have no doubt when I was younger, there was many moments where I would hold my cards very close to my chest in fear of someone else learning a trick or working out the secret or knowing how I did something because I didn't want to share it. And it, and it's funny because you look back at that now and you're like, I'll share anything. I'll show anyone anything and I'll, I'll teach people how to do the things that I do because there isn't that concern, I guess, as we get older about someone else stealing my thunder or cutting my lunch. So Terry, you bring up something very, very important about age. And I'm going to go there for a second because I don't think it's age in years. I think it's age in maturity because I can tell you, I see some people who are way older than me that are showboating based on not being confident. I don't even think it's just a youth thing. And and I will put this out there. If I'm ever caught showboating, I need y'all to speak up because this is something that once I learned this, I have strived very hard never to put myself in that position. But we're all human. So I think that we have to have that understanding of this is not character wise what I want to do. And sometimes it takes that tap on the shoulder. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Do you recognize this? What are you not confident about? So I think that that is another part of the listening conversation, even though it may sound like we've gotten a little off track, we really haven't. It's our listening skill that we need to work on and lack of confidence causes us not to hear well. And Kim, you just reminded me of, I've always considered myself, have you ever been in one of those situations and someone says something and you don't know what to say. And then two days later, you're like, oh, I should have said that. I should have said that thing when they said that. Oh, I, I could have said this or, you know, and multiple times. And again, not to put an age on it, because like I do agree with you as well, like the whole ego space and everything, there is no age limit to that and how we can behave and perform. And guys, that was air quotes, perform. But it does, re does remind me of, you know, being younger and actually not knowing how to respond in certain circumstances. And you want to be the funny one, you know, you want to be the one that has the quick comeback and, and the snappy line. And I was just never that quick, Kim. I wasn't that quick when I was younger. I'm so literal. This is, this is true story. I, I am so literal that if you're teasing me, and I don't understand that, I'm going to take you literal. I'm going to take you exactly that you're saying what you mean to say. And and so this is another thing about like humaning together. I feel like this is a really important thing. You know, don't tease people in a mean way because they may be like me and they take you serious. You know, don't don't say things that are a lie when you're joking around because if it if you are known for saying things like that, or you're known for not being kind, or you're known for all those things, you actually keep people from listening to the great things that you have to say by being that way. So there's another there's another one, Carrie. You've added being being careful. Yep, 
Well, Kim, I've enjoyed this conversation and listening to you with my little translator beacons and nano nano up there as well. So I think it's been great, Kim. And Carrie, I love listening to you. Not only the way you talk, but the fact that you are kind at all times. That that makes me want to listen more to you. So I love it. Anyone tuning in, you are listening to the princess that's the kindest princess on the planet. Let me say that. You're so sweet, Carrie. Thank you. But I I think that listening is a skill we have to develop, and you have done a great job of doing that, Carrie. Still a work in progress, Kim. I will get there. Someday both will. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Kim, I can't wait to chat to you again next week. I can't either, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.